0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray as we read this chapter that we would think about our love for the people around us, that we would love the people you've put us into contact with so much that we would be willing to sacrifice for them. We know that Jesus gave everything for us We pray this through him. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 8 Now, concerning food sacrificed to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone thinks he knows anything, he has not yet known, as it is necessary to know. But if anyone loves God, this one is known by him. Therefore, concerning the eating of food sacrificed to idols, we know that An idol is nothing in the world, and that there is no God except one. For even if, after all, there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, just as there are many gods and many lords, yet to us there is one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and we are all for him. And there is one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom are all things, and we are all through him. But this knowledge is not in everyone. But some, being accustomed until now to the idol, eat this food as food sacrificed to idols and their conscience, because it is weak, is defiled. But food does not bring us close to God, for neither if we eat do we have more, nor if we do not eat do we lack. But watch out, lest somehow this right of yours becomes a cause for stumbling to the weak. For if someone should see you who has knowledge reclining for a meal in an idol's temple... Will not his conscience, because it is weak, be strengthened, so that he eats the food sacrificed to idols? For the one who is weak, the brother for whom Christ died, is destroyed by your knowledge. Now if you sin in this way against the brothers and wound their conscience, which is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food causes my brother to sin, I will never eat meat forever, in order that I may not cause my brother to sin. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 8, Paul seems to be addressing another of the questions that the Corinthians had written to Paul. We have to guess at what their exact question was, but it was obviously something about eating meat-sacrificed idols. It seemed that some would say something like, We know that an idol isn't really a god, so I'm not worshipping the idol when I eat meat-sacrificed idols. This may seem to us like it doesn't apply to us since we don't live in a society that has idols' temples and food sacrificed to idols. However, I think we will find many real applications to our lives today if we think about the principle Paul is trying to teach in this and the following chapters. Paul tells us right at the beginning of this chapter what he is getting at in his answer. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. We can know the right facts, but be totally wrong if we don't have love. Love matters a lot more than knowledge. Paul agrees with the facts or the knowledge of the Corinthians. Idols are nothing. There is only one God and one Lord. The next step is where the Corinthians and we can go wrong in our thinking. To go from saying there is no idol to this is not a sin, so I have a right to eat. We quickly go from knowledge to our rights and it is based on our selfish pride. Instead, Paul says, love. What will this do to our brother? Instead of thinking about what I have a right to do or not do, Paul says we need to think about what would be best for our brother. If he thinks it is a sin, but sees us doing it, maybe he will be encouraged to do the same against his conscience. Paul says that doing this would wound the man's conscience, and thus it would be a sin against the man. And sinning against that man is a sin against Christ. So instead, Paul says, he is willing to become a vegetarian, if that will help his brother. And now for a deeper dive. What if God told you that he would only save a weak brother if you donated $10,000 to the church? Would you do it? Well, we may say, I don't have $10,000, so what does it matter? Well, what if God told you he would only save a weak brother If you became a vegetarian, we might find that $10,000 easier. But oftentimes, what we need to do to help the weak brother is a lot less than $10,000 or becoming a vegetarian. But it does mean giving up some rights and doing things that we aren't technically required to do, but doing things out of love. Some Christians refuse to eat in an establishment that sells alcohol. That way, they will never encourage someone to drink alcohol. Because drunkenness is a sin. And for some people, that is a strong temptation. I spoke to a man recently who refused to attend the Christmas parties at work because they would be serving alcohol there. And he was specifically denied a promotion for several years, with the only reason being that he would not attend the company Christmas party. So you could say that it cost him more than $10,000 to take that stand. But people knew where he stood. And no one could be encouraged to drink by his actions. But they could be encouraged to take a stand for Jesus by his actions. To take a stand for Jesus that costs something. And why would the Corinthians want to eat meat sacrificed to idols? Because it was easier to fit into their society. And there are many things that you and I can do today to fit in that we can argue are not technically wrong. And we have a right to do these things but are they loving? That is the real question. And love is not just how I treat you directly, but also the example I am showing you. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.